In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. Very truly I tell you, the bread of God is that which comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. In today's Gospel reading, Jesus references manna, the mysterious flaky bread substance that rained down from heaven to feed God's people who were wandering in the wilderness. As all mysteries of God, when the people saw it, they didn't get it. Many complained. Some despaired. Some rebelled. Most threw up their hands and said, what is this? No one could answer that question, so this food from heaven was ironically named, what is this? Mana in Hebrew, like incha in colloquial Armenian. What's this? Remember, God's people are tired. They're insecure. They left all they knew in Egypt to follow Moses through the desert to God's promised land. Now Moses and God aren't meeting the Hebrew people's expectations. And so they start complaining that they're not well taken care of. And God's answer to their complaint is mana. The people's response is, what is this? Some deep part of me wishes that this story was just about some other people in some other time, but as you all know well, the Bible is about us people, you and I, in the present time. And in our life journeys, we have great expectations. We want to reach promised lands and seek God's favor to help us through. But inevitably, and usually in times of trial, our ideals of what life should be and who God is fail our expectations. Many complain, many despair, many rebel. Most throw up their hands and say, what is this? My Lord, if you're good, then why does everything seem to be falling apart these days in my life? In families, in churches, in countries, they all seem more divided, more isolated and unhealthy. God, what is this? These questions of God arising from broken expectations and yes, broken hearts, they somehow allow us to enter into the mystery of manna, the bread which falls from heaven. Somehow, like the Hebrews in the wilderness, we have to come to the end of our own abilities to provide for ourselves, to take control of our lives, to plan out where we are going, and only then can we look to heaven and ask God with a humble and an open heart, God, what is this? Where are you? Come to my aid. When we do this, we find that manna is more than food. It's a sign and it's a sacrament. It's actually training in the things of God. Going back to the Hebrew people wandering in the wilderness, this flaky substance which appeared on the ground every morning like snow had some amazing properties for forming God's people. The first is you can't earn it. This manna appears overnight out of nowhere, a pure gift of God. 
What a revolutionary adjustment to our worldview then and now for all of us who are used to providing for ourselves. After all, we place our highest value on being self-made and self-sufficient. And we worry a whole lot about our budgets at home, at church, at work. But what if we learned to put our anxious toil in second place and relied first on the daily gifts of God? This is the first lesson of the bread which fell from heaven. The Hebrew people discover another interesting property of this mana. You can't commodify it. A few people try to hoard it, and they store it, and they find that it rots in their purses overnight. Others are lazy, and they wait for handouts. But it turns out that mana comes early, and there's just enough. So all the people must work together to collect it. Here's another revolutionary adjustment to our worldview. The powerful can't accumulate more of this bread from heaven, and the powerless must do their share. What would our world be like if all leaders behaved like stewards rather than owners, and all followers behaved with deference rather than obstinance? This is another lesson of the bread from heaven. But alas, the bread of heaven is not a life hack. It's a mystery that we can't fully grasp and we can only be grasped by it. Yet if we had to capture in a phrase what mana is, we'd say it's the sacrament of trust. The sacrament of trust in God that he provides and trust in each other as brothers and sisters equal before him. Now building trust in God, in our families, our neighborhoods, our countries is a lifelong discipline because many trials of life test us to be self-serving and tribal and cynical of God and of others. And so we're tempted to look on our neighbor, our country, our church, even with cynicism. Projecting our distrust on all leaders and institutions, we lose hope in God and each other that any greater good is possible. You maybe have felt that cynicism lately. But today our scriptures and this very church, St. Hogolf, stand as a testimony against such cynicism. Today on the day of our annual assembly, this yearly reflection on the life of our church, we're reminded again that St. Hogolf Armenian Church is itself testimony of the sacrament of trust, of mana from heaven. For though all of us here and our ancestors have sometimes faltered and even lost our way, our trust in God and in each other has been rewarded with this blessed church and this blessed community that we have today. And from the deserts of Derzor through today's pandemic and wars, from religious persecution from without to religious indifference from within, there's every temptation to complain, despair, rebel, or just throw up your hands and say, what is this? Yet in our times of trial, God bids us, each of us, to look up and find our answer in Christ. For Jesus told us in today's reading, Very truly I tell you, the bread of God is that which comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. Our Lord has given life to his people of St. Hagop Armenian Church through this sacrament of trust. May we partake of this bread always, so that in him 
we may never hunger and never thirst, now and always, and unto the ages of ages. Amen.